Hello and welcome to We Got a Podcast, a podcast about Dragon Ball from A to Z, from Earth to Namek to Sadala. We cover it all. My name's Randy. And I'm Tolerant, Sean. Uh, I mean, actually, the truth is, I'm a man, Doug. And I'm Kenamazu. <laughs> oh my god, I love you guys. I almost did that, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> We're the world's strongest under the heavens trio to dangers here every other week to talk your ear off about fights, goofs, and everything else in the Dragon Ball cosmos. Ah, uh, Doug, how you doing, man? As you can see, I'm doing fantastic. Got my got some new figures today, and I'm living it up, baby. That's quite the haul you have there. So yeah. I see some superhero ones going on. Yes, yes. It's uh, so the superhero line from Ichiban Kuji. It's Gamma One, Gamma Two, Vegeta, Goku, who are barely in the movie, and Gohan, Piccolo, and then also there's a Ginyu Goku figure that Ooh. is the last one prize that I got. Yeah. Now, why is his belt black? I don't know. But it is. It just is. It's not the same color as his gi, like the blue in there. Yeah. It's just totally well, black. I don't know. Generally, and if I'm wrong, let us know in the comments and engage with the show. But I, I do believe that generally it's his waistband and his wristbands are the same color. Well, yeah. let's remember his, that maybe his belt is actually manga colors. So it's just his belt. Just, just his, his belt. belt. I mean, <laughs> I like it. It's sick. And, you know, maybe it's like because he's like he's evil Goku. So he's got Ooh. a black belt. The original Goku yeah, black, maybe. if you will. <laughs> I never even I noticed that. that. That's cool, though. That, but you, when you posted it on Twitter at uh, at Drabaz Doug on Twitter, uh, you posted it. And that was the first thing I noticed is like, what's up with this belt? <laughs> Why yeah. is it that color? <laughs> it's not a color. It's it's even on the box. It's it's black. Yeah. So yeah, they meant that. Yeah. Huh. Cool. It yeah, is cool. No, I'm doing great. Awesome. Ken, how about you, man? Uh, well, um, unfortunately, I have some bad news. Um, oh. I said I was going to rewatch Sonic 2, and I never did. Man. You had me worried so. for a second. <laughs> like, are you okay? <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. Um, it's been a kind of crazy couple of weeks for me lately in the old personal sphere, so I haven't mm. been playing as many video games as I liked. I was playing God of War Ragnarok, but it's not really clicking with me. Oh, mm. no. It's a fine game. It's just not what I was really into. So I've gone back to playing Hitman. Loosen, loosen the tension on the on the trigger buttons. Is that if, if it's too if it's not no, clicking it's... if it's not clicking for you? I'm trying yeah. to go on. Oh yeah, gotcha. dual sense jokes. Yeah. Gotcha. I could be playing this on PS4, Doug. You don't know that. How way Can to gatekeep? You? Yeah, oh, yeah. Unfortunately, now I'm gatekeeping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, on my PS my PS4 controller, the R2 button it it just goes without me even touching it. So playing the OG God of War. Um, oh yeah no way th throwing the hammer like i just couldn't do it because he kept like moving forward it was weird hmm. uh i'll still keep playing it but it's hitman's just the best game of all time hitman. you so love hitman yeah go back to that yeah do you stream that sometimes because I'd, I'd be down to watch that sometimes uh i have i think once or twice i've streamed it in discord more than i've streamed it gotcha. on twitch uh, yeah because i love that game too but i suck at it so i don't like playing it too much and then I am going through and finishing everything that I was watching on Netflix because my subscription ends this this upcoming oh, weekend. Oh, you're cutting the tie? So, yeah. Um, I finished Physical 100, which if Ooh. you have guys not have not seen it, I've I seen... cannot recommend it enough. Yes. Have you, Randy? Have you it's, seen it? I don't think I've ever heard of this. It's, it is a... Yeah, Doug, it's you, like, you explain I, it. I guess a simple way to do it is just Squid Games, but real life. Like, it's an actual competitive. They, have, they get the, 100 of the most, like... A physical adept people 
uh, from usually from Korea, right, Ken, or just from around the yeah, world? Yeah, from usually from, from yeah, Korea, Korea, but it even has like Americans that live in Korea. But like, yeah, there's these are like Olympians. These are YouTube athletes, and because it's in Korea, everyone is so like humble and like with each other. They're just so nice. Like it's all competitive, but still, like I respect you. And it's just hmm. the, yeah, the 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 comp- competition is awesome. There's like almost no drama. Right, it's just like it's it, not drama. There's yeah. drama with one guy, and he gets owned, so it's good. <laughs> it's really great. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, Great British Bake Off, but physical competition. Like that's the vibes, kind of. So I'm also <laughs> working my way through finishing the last season I had to watch on Great British Bake Off on Netflix. <laughs> uh, my wife and I really love that show. Maybe Paul I should Hollywood. start watching that. Like it, it, it yeah. I keep hearing everyone says it's great, so maybe I'll put it on my list. I'm yeah. the weirdo who has not watched the British one. I just watched the Canadian one. Oh. But <laughs> Well, you know, the they have the American one that they brought back. I don't Roku. Like Americans. Is, are, they, are they still called the Great but British Bake Off? It's now the Great American. Well, they call it the Baking Show here because Bake Off <laughs> is a trademark owned oh. by Pillsbury, I think. Oh. So they can't call it that here. But they have the Great Man. American Baking Show, which is on Roku. And it's still hosted by Paul Hollywood and, and Prue Leaf. But mm-hmm. they have uh, Ellie Kemper, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he's from Severance. Oh, um, the Apple Show. It, they not... host it. Okay. Yeah, instead of uh, Noel Fielding. Fielding. British Bake Off then, just sounds um, way better. Like, they, they nailed it with that. Yeah. The two Bs. So I, that, and then a uh, new season of Black Mirror I've been working my way through. So. Oh, I haven't started yet. I keep forgetting that's a thing. I'm just bad at all this. I'm like, never seen Squid Game. <laughs> Meant to. Never seen uh, Black Mirror. I wow, just, really, Randy? Yeah. Okay, well, that's exciting. So you got stuff to watch in the future if you ever want to. Yeah, yeah. I, like I mean, Breaking Bad. That's true. Breaking Bad. You still got to give it another honest try because, man, that that is good TV. I have been giving an honest try to something else that uh, was elusive in my Ooh, life, which is uh, some Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I had seen was it Raiders of the Lost Ark like three four years ago and i was like that's all right and then i just stopped but now this time we're just we're doing it you're and doing I watched it. raiders again i'm like that was all right and then temple of doom I'm like that was goofy and, I, and gross <laughs> and and strange so we'll just yeah i don't i don't remember which ones i've seen of those but they didn't do anything for me because i didn't see them in the 90s when everyone else does yeah. for nostalgia i i'm sure it was great for the time but now looking back on it like it's like okay i i I'd rather play an Uncharted game now. I mean, that's just because it's yeah. an inspiration from that. But it's, hmm. yeah, things change. I My first Indiana Jones movie was actually Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Because I worked at the movie theater at the time. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll see a bunch of stuff. And I went is and that saw that. I'm like, well, Shia LaBeouf? LaBeouf? Yeah, yeah, but everybody who is a fan hated it. And I'm like, I've never seen one of these before. And I had a good and time. And had a good time. So, yeah, like... that's, that's the whole like <laughs> Star Trek 2 thing where I never saw the TV show. But, so I love the, what's it called? Zack Snyder? Are they, are they Zack Snyder movies? No. No, James... <laughs> J- um well, now it's famous contagious. directors uh god damn it i can't abrams, remember it abrams abrams there we go yeah yeah yeah. that that guy um but yeah how else you doing randy anything new well see ken was supposed to watch sonic 2 because i rewatched the mario movie uh, not because i mean it just happened i was just uh, saying rem- of a pact that i forgot about <laughs> no um otherwise it's been weird i've been trying to get into playing something here and there but like i'm just i'm just getting excited for final fantasy 16 i actually just took the day off for it to come out so oh that's nice great that's, a, that's yeah. a, i love doing that i never i haven't done it yet but in the future <laughs> I, I love will. doing that i never love doing done that it, <laughs> never done it before but i loved it I love, I love the idea right yeah that's exciting i, I think pops tomorrow night at 11 p.m my time so wow, that's nice. gonna be good I played, I played the demo um i don't know i, I yeah. didn't i don't i don't care for any of the final fantasies besides seven really like seven i feel just so so different it's more like 
futuristic steampunk, whereas these are just Game of Thrones medieval. Is, is that is that a good, good assessment? I haven't played many of them besides like ten and seven. I mean, uh, I think 13. seven and eight have some similar vibes, at least mm-hmm. in terms of like you know setting because it's more futuristic and things like that. But I don't know. I played a lot of them. I like a as, lot of them. As soon as I, I popped it over into Japanese, and as soon as the the queen or the the, the mother came along, and she had there's only, they only give women two older women two voices, either the super sweet, you know, she's nice. Or like mm. the the old old Ovachan, oh, yeah, that voice. Oh, so that's she's evil. Yeah. <laughs> like just mm. from immediately her first words. It, I found out that the Japanese version does not have, uh, or Japanese language track does not have lip sync to the Japanese yeah, voices. That was so I'm like, weird. well, I can't do that. Oh, not Never. even just in the demo. That it's going to be in the full game. It's it won't be no, synced. Not up. at all. That just it shame. was it was made with the intention to be in english they recorded the english dialogue first and that's why they're really marketed it. towards the towards us towards the west and not well Japan. they want it to be have that like european flair so yeah. they're like it's also there's gonna be no american accents in the entire Just game so, like, so there's gonna be xenoblade again <sighs> not as bad as that i can't do that in <laughs> jap in english in at english. all yeah no but I'm in. I'm just excited. I love Final Fantasy, and this is you know going to be fun and exciting. So I can't wait for it to come out so that we can forget about it and get more Final Fantasy VII Rebirth news. Oh that's yeah, that's works. right. That is true. Yeah, we did get some Rebirth. We did. News recently, yeah. <laughs> so excited. Yeah, it looks great. Let's yeah, dissect man. that trailer for the next hour and a half, please. It, yeah, let's. Do it that. makes me want to play the original game. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's oh, good man. stuff. I, I can't mean. wait. I played over and over again. It's good. Uh, what I have been playing, just just to kind of segue, um, there's an, a new uh, on Beat Saber. Uh, this uh, mapper, this creator, who's super talented, named Joe Tastic, he just made a Don Don level. So oh. yeah, um, unfortunately, whoever commissioned him chose to do the English version of Don Don. So I'm like, that's kind of sucky. So I asked him, do, do you do? The, can you can you like? Is it possible just to switch it over to the Japanese track? Unfortunately, they're just slightly different enough where. It wouldn't work out, and he'd have to just create the whole thing from scratch. So, mm. unfortunately, what's he charge? Uh, it's like a for that for that one to be like a hundred something, hundred seven dollars, which is pretty reasonable for a minute. Of mm. it's it's super complex to make a map. I tried and yeah. it. It is so much like thought process and creativity and just en- engineering. Like I totally totally reasonable price, but I yeah. didn't want to pay that. I would have paid twenty bucks to get to have him switch Japanese, but no, not a right. hundred. I'll, I'll, I'll save my money for a different song or something. But yeah. <laughs> It exists out there, and he's a very talented creator on Beat Saber for, for maps like that, so I'm excited to play it. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I think you have to upgrade Beat Saber to the new modded version or whatever, because whatever. But yeah, GT. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. That is a good segue for Dragon Ball GT, which is <laughs> what we're all here to talk about again. <laughs> Sorry if you're tuning in like I hope yeah. they're not doing this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Randy, you don't sound very excited to talk about GT. You Uh-oh. sound like maybe this was a sour batch of episodes. I it's not as exciting as the first 5. I still had I think a decent amount of time with it. Not a decent amount, a decently good time. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> For me it felt like a decent amount of time. <laughs> well, you I just- see you guys are so negative. <laughs> I'm I, we'll, we'll talk about it. I had good things. I'm just not hyped anymore. I, I felt like going into those first five felt like homework. Going in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Going into these five, I was like excited to watch them. Oh, okay. I was a little bit. Well, like the first whatever. Well actually uh, let's get started on go it. Go ahead. Go <laughs> so ahead. Let me get started on it. Do your thing. <laughs> so 
Welcome again to the Dragon Ball GT retrospective of Auspiciosity, which is we're covering Dragon Ball GT in episode chunks to talk about it. Doug is holding up some sort of just, device. Just read. I'm going to just in the background. I'll let you, I'll you do that. <laughs> this is this is bonus for the YouTube yes. watchers. Okay. <laughs> uh, where we are watching it in a few episode chunks. And this time we're doing episodes six through ten of Dragon Ball GT. We're still in the Black Star Dragon Ball arc. And so these Five episodes aired from March 13th, 1996 to May 1st, 1996. And uh, Ken, why don't you tell us about episode six? Because that's going to be the first one we're going to tackle. Yeah, so episode six aired March 13th, 1996. And uh, it's going to hurt Goku the Dentist. Mm. So, you know, classically, this is the one episode everyone knows, right? This is the episode that's got influence from Toriyama in it, uh, based on some oh, concept yeah. art. Yeah, there was that concept yeah. art. Yeah, so if this episode, like, feels nostalgic, that's probably why. But let's get into the episode description here. So, after leaving Planet Omega in their repaired spaceship, the science find themselves landing on Planet Monmouth, a planet where everything is bigger than normal. As they look for a Dragon Ball, Giru discovers its location near a giant apple tree, where they find the four-star ball lying on the ground. As they near the Dragon Ball, their good fortune takes a turn for the worse when an apple falls on it. Before they have a chance to retrieve it, a giant hawk takes the apple with the Dragon Ball on it and gives it to a giant. He then eats it and the Dragon Ball to get stuck in his tooth. That's a weird sentence. That's weird. In unbearable pain, he goes on a rampage. However, Goku is able to stop him by blasting his tooth out. After obtaining the Dragon Ball, Goku and his companions bid the giant farewell and continue on their adventure. This episode description totally leaves out the whole part with Pan and the bees, which oh, I yeah. love. This is the B episode is what I would think this of This is the first. B episode, I'm yeah. I'm thinking the giant so, episode. I think this is the B episode. Um, and this also, is a great episode. The description is like, he go, the giant goes on a rampage. Like, I don't feel like that's justifiable. Yeah. He, he was in yeah. pain. He wasn't rampaging. He just looks like he's rampaging because he's huge compared to Goku and them. But he's just like, ow, right. ow, ow. Yeah. Knocks over some things. As Randy has specified or talked about before, you know, we're taking these episode summaries from the Consensu wiki, which is yet to be released. Uh, these episode summaries only go up through episode nine. Well, so we... the official Consensu website goes through nine. The wiki okay. goes through ten. Okay, so starting oh. next week, if we have issues with these episode summaries, you know who to blame. All of <laughs> Randy's. Yeah. <laughs> we got a pause. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I wanted to bring up like that this episode just in general feels very fun because it's just kind of like the, I don't know, kind of quintessential episodic like hunt for the Dragon Balls where it's like we found it. We're going to we've got a thing to do and we're going to end up with it at the end. And just like this is it's good. This is really there are two standalone episodes of GT. There's this one and the Tenkaichi Budokai episode later down the line. Mm. Everything else is linked to another episode in one way or another. Yeah. Shouldn't it be that way where everything is linked together? You mean story-wise? What do you mean? You, Doug, it should be. Now, let's take a look at Dragon Ball Super, in which every episode <laughs> feels like a self-contained story. <laughs> no, yeah, it's... it's I, I like it because there's not a whole lot of episodes in GT like this one. Yeah. Well, I, I heard no. that actually they had the producers, they actually had like 26, idea, 26 episode ideas for this, but they could tell by episode three that it was just like, this isn't going to work out. So they just immediately stopped it. And it went on to like the baby stuff and the loot stuff and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, where it's 
kind of like it's slow getting these Dragon Balls. I mean, well, it is like adventures. Only, like, I, like Rainy said, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't agree more. Where like it, this is a fun contained episode where Dragon Ball's there. They find it. They have two adventures. There's the B, the A, a plot and the B plot with with Pan and the bees, and then the giant. And yeah, it feels fun. It's when it starts doing like, oh, to be continued. What's gonna happen with like the twirly mustache guy? That I was like, oh, I'm so done with this. <laughs> See, sticking to this though, I. The B stuff, I don't really recall when I'm thinking back on, like, what happened in this episode. It is mostly the giant stuff. Okay. Like, my my notes here from the first part is just, Pan is officially messed up if she finds Bugs cute. Because she dressed <laughs> up like a cute, dude. It's anime cute. It, it was compared to Larva. She was expecting little disgusting Larva okay. to come out those eggs. But yeah. I think tarantulas are adorable. <laughs> you would. S- <laughs> they are like i'm not like over here being like oh an ant no get that guy out of here. oh a mosquito no get that guy out of here no, I, I think tarantulas are cute fuzzy bugs fuzz, fuzzy bugs. moths you don't like a moth it's uh, not, no, not over a butterfly well yeah but a butterfly there you go that's a cute bug yeah yeah nah man they got these are spindly cute. legs they got i don't know they move weird i don't like it they're too- Randy, if you bees make the world go round, yeah, literally. Man. If we lose bees, that's it. We're so done. You need to that's show some respect. Counting down the days. There are two reasons why I think of this episode as the bee episode as opposed to the giant episode. Is because in Dragon Ball Dokkan battle, there's a bee pan card, uh, mm. and also there's a bee pan figure that I missed out on that I regret um, that it exists out there, but it sold out super quick for some reason. I guess because they don't sell many girl figures of Dragon Ball anymore probably so. didn't produce a lot no but yeah it's because of figures that i know this episode the episode starts and it, it, I, I just wanted to point out how funny it was that it, it it still feels like a video game to me like a video game plot whereas in the very beginning pan sees a bee or like she dresses up as a bee and then like goes off and then goku's like don't worry about her uh she's fine whatever we'll, we'll go off on our own thing i like it because it feels as if because Giro was just introduced like to the party so it's like a perfect excuse. Like think of it as a game where like, oh, now we need to show you how this Giru character works. So this third character needs to fuck off so that you have your new team of three. I thought that was cool. That's all I wanted to say about that. But Swapping out party members. Exactly. The, okay. I mean, yeah, I liked there was some interactions here. Like there was one part where I think it's, is it Pan and Trunks that are just like conversing or something and Goku is just like dancing around with Giru in the I back. I wrote that down like, too because that was so funny. It was so, so in the, adorable. In the background and you miss it. It was just so cute. Yeah. I missed it. I didn't. <laughs> they were dancing did so cutely like, with, with each other in the background while panning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so great. I was even reading subtitles. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is heartwarming. <laughs> um, but with Giru, I, they keep reminding us of this thing where like he needs to consume tech to have energy f- to like do his thing and also like show a radar. Yeah. And you know what? I like that because it's another one of these things that's slowing things down. Yeah. And, you know, because with later on in Z and stuff, like everybody is so hyper powerful and they've got like a dragon radar that's always going to work. So it's like, let's, it's easy to do anything. And now it's yeah. like, okay, we're out here. It's just the three of us. We're, Goku is not as strong as he was. And now like our radar is not entirely dependable. Yeah. They found a so good reason to, to slow them down. Like you said, I just wish they found they were more creative like that for other aspects of like, oh, why isn't. He Goku super strong. Why can't he take care of this like fucking worm? Like I wish they found more reasons that made sense mm. for that. But yeah, no, I agree. The radar part is great. I my favorite part of this episode was the arrow gag. Yes, yes I wrote that down too. <laughs> the red arrow <laughs> as they slowly move through the grass to be like they're very tiny, and then it's mostly like the giant eating and doing other stuff. I rolled my but... eyes when I when I when I thought it was just gonna be like one clip, but then it, it kept coming back. So I was yeah. like, okay, this is this is great. <laughs> 
I think one of my favorite things about this episode and then even the ones that we're going to get to in a little bit is just like the scale of what's happening. And, and by that, I mean like the, how involved the action gets and what all has to be drawn in detail for these events. Mm-hmm. You know, because when I to compare things to Super, it's like Super is a flat show. And here I feel like we're the the way everything's directed and the way that we're moving and like the whole part in a future a future episode where they're like in those caves and in this one they're like going through all these trees and then there's a whole stuff with Pan. They have to have a whole like setting for the beehive that she's in. Hmm. It's just like everything is so involved and de- well designed oh, and detailed. Okay. Yeah. And it's just so refreshing to be in this like variety of environments. Yeah. Before it gets all metallic and chrome, and that's it. <laughs> For a streak of episodes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like versus Super, where it's like, all right, we're either somewhere in West City or... Oh, yeah, a forest the, or mountains. <laughs> or the Tournament of Power stage, which is so amazing oh. to look at all the time. <laughs> I do feel that where the characters are starting to shift a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so. I feel like there's a line that when Goku says about Trunks, he says, Trunks is as big a worry wart as ever. Yeah. And I feel like, oh, we're pushing, this is starting to feel like we're moving into future Trunks territory. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, and Yeah, like this is not the does, same Trunks, but. Yeah. And then, uh, and I, you know, because I was just talking last episode about how I felt like we're, this was almost a, a sensible, I could see how we're getting from that Trunks to this Trunks. Mm-hmm. So I found that line a little bit strange. Um, I don't feel like in the later episodes they necessarily continued on with that way yeah but here with pan especially i feel like we're going into just bulma territory Mm. um there's a line in this episode where pan says something about like um remember there's a lady on board or something like that yes she says like oh that's a bulma line she says yeah well no i feel like it's a pan line now because she says it like five times in the span of these few episodes she says it a lot any chance she gets i mean that's something that like very early hunt for the dragon balls bulma would have said right right yeah, and well, I, I think it's just a, a misogynistic thing again of Japan showing its times where it's just like there's a lady, so you got to be don't don't crash the ship. There's a lady on board. I'm like, what does that correlate correlation? I don't, but whatever. <laughs> I I think in this episode and in the the next four that we're gonna get into, I think that like you could swap out the events, make it not be in space, put it on Earth somehow, and then like replace line for line with these characters. You know, obviously, you know, Bulma wouldn't be calling Goku grandfather. a grandfather, but you could have Pan be Bulma and you could have Trunks be Yamcha and it would be like Same thing. almost perfect. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't know. This like just thinking about this episode as a whole, it's just kind of fun. It's uh, I liked, I don't know, everything about it. Like you said, the the scale of things, how everything feels fresh and new. This is, you know, coming off of the Boo arc where it, which took place over the course of like what, like 2 days and it's like 2 days, yeah. Yeah, we had the tournament and then it was just like fighting Boo nonstop in like two places, like in a rocky yeah. place and up in, you know, uh the uh, uh Kami's place. So like, yeah, this is just fun and exciting to see something new. Yeah. Um it was... I don't like how detailed the cavity was drawn in that oh, tooth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, I don't want to look. Didn't like it. It wasn't like typical cartoon yeah. cavity. It was just like it was a really it detailed. It wasn't Ren and Stimpy level zoom in, yeah. take a look how gross this is, but it was like enough where I'm like, I don't want to look at it. <laughs> like, please stop yeah. showing that to me. And this is the, the first of many times where Goku uses his Kamehameha as a fix-all for everything. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to blast this out of his mouth, which does what? I wish we could see what he did because it takes the tooth out <laughs> intact, just out of his mouth. Like, what? That's how strong giant teeth are. 
I guess uh, so. I, you know, I like it. Um, the way that Goku uses it as like a tool almost. Mm. And, and like in, a, in an episode we're going to get to later, it's clearly the Kamehameha, but I don't think he calls it out by name. But it's just like using your the ability to shoot a key blast in, in interesting ways and not yeah. just to kill someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, super. but they're not new. <laughs> Each one has been shown before <laughs> yeah. in the series. But yeah, I wanted to point out uh, when we it was unsettling when Trunks finds the the actual Queen Bee. And that she's actually like human size. Did, were you guys unsettled by the way it looked too, or is that just me? Honestly, I don't even recall. You don't remember, like the queen <laughs> bee, and like she's like as tall as Trunks, and Trunks has her on on his yeah. on his back and carrying her. I, I had a headcanon where like that. Why is the queen bee out here, uh, like and caught by this like huge spider? I I made a note just 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 says queen bee equals Jasmine from Aladdin. I think she went off on her own. She wanted to get away from all the, oh. the witches because Pan was getting yeah. annoyed of all the bees too. So I was like, oh, it makes sense that this queen wanted to, you know, just just a little random tangent from the story that I included in there. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about episode six before we move on? No, I thought it was no, fine. Uh, it was very serviceable. I could have a few more episodes of this kind of stuff. Well, unfortunately, that's not what you get, Doug. And I know that you were not <laughs> excited about it. So I'm going to let you read episode seven's synopsis here. Sure, sure. I can do that. Episode seven. Beloved honey, Trunks is betrothed. <laughs> Goku, Pan, and Trunks land on a peaceful planet called Calvo. But as they wander around the villages, they notice that it's too quiet. When they start investigating, they discover that a giant monster named Zunuma has been terrorizing the villages with his ability to cause earthquakes by shaking his whiskers. To make things worse, Zunuma demands that he be given a bride from one of the villages. Otherwise, he does not guarantee the survival if they refuse to comply with his wish. One of the villagers named Rene, is it it's pronounced Rene? Rene? They used L instead of an R. That's right, that's what it looks different to me. Who has a Dragon Ball in her hair. <laughs> it sounds so weird. She has a Dragon <laughs> Ball in her hair and is engaged to Doma. Uh, has agreed to be Zunamu's bride. In exchange for the Dragon Ball, the group offers their help by disguising Trunks to be the monster's bride and cutting off his whiskers. The next day, Zunama takes Trunks to his lair and Goku, Pan, and Doma secretly follow them. Air date, March 20th, 1996. So, I felt that this episode... Um I liked how it started, where it just kind of starts in like the middle slash after of like Giru eating stuff from the ship, and they're like, "Hold on, you can't. We gotta make sure he stops doing that." You tied him like, up. I don't know. Yeah, scissors have never looked so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it comes back in a circle at the end when Doma has scissors too. Man, it's all it's like poetry. <laughs> you saying that GT is poetry, Doug? <laughs> not not to get a hold of yourself. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had looked this up because I had wrote written down: Are whiskers causing earthquakes a Japanese folktale thing, or is this just the oh. writers being creative? And I did look it up, and actually, it is a Japanese folklore thing that catfish can predict earthquakes. So if oh. you were a Japanese viewer and you knew this, you'd kind of be clued in. It's even more okay. That makes Pan's leap a, a lot more reasonable then, because it does seem right. really like far fetched that she figured it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 stuff about the the catfish and the whiskers and stuff seems like it's super common mm. old wives tale mm, in japanese okay. culture yeah and that like anyone in japan watching this would have immediately clued in what was going on i guess like for us to be like a black cat walking by that signifies bad luck like we just know that right yeah yeah exactly it's that uh, same kind of thing mm. okay 
But yeah, I was just, it was, you know, my notes, and I'm like, I gotta research that and figure that. I'm like, oh, okay. If I wasn't some dumb American gaijin man, I would have <laughs> no, known just, what was going on. No, that's great. I love, I love that you look that up. That's great. So I want to come out in defense, well, not to his defense, but in defense of, um, I kind of like Zunama. See, I, he's fun. I mean, yeah, he, he's a creep and a perv. I like him singing. I, he's not really. Yeah, he's a he's a creep. All right, he's oolong right. levels of creep. Right, right. right. but uh, I don't know. He's. I think what really sours him is that the fact that this is a last house episode. It's not. <laughs> and it's not just the animation. It's here's how I feel. I feel that this episode is too much of a throwback to the whole oolong storyline of introducing him with a bride. Yeah, it has just like all the aspects of the oolong without the charm, and they spread it out into two episodes. Is my biggest issue. Yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure oolong was only one, and this time they're like, it's got to be two, and I'm like, did it yeah, have to be though? It did not. They, it really felt like they dragged on the cliffhangers. Are like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? I was like, it's just nothing's gonna happen. It's. I mean, if you're watching this as it's coming out weekly. That story with Oolong would have been so many years back. That's kind of like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing here. But like, I don't know. For me, for whatever reason, I'm like, ah, it feels a little. Yeah, you well, guys could have done something. That's what I mean. Different. It would have been cute. I would have. I would have liked it if it was just one episode, but that they dragged on the two really soured mm-hmm. it for me. There was no like, as the viewer, there's no clues as to with that cliffhanger. There's no clues as to like, oh, maybe Trunks can do this or do that. No, it's just like. Oh, the he said, "Come closer." What's gonna happen? It's like hmm. I don't care. <laughs> like you, you didn't engage the audience enough for that. And I feel like since this is, I th- feel a pretty big throwback to that oolong stuff. That you know, later when they're like, when they've come up with their plan of like, all right, Trunks is gonna dress up like this, like his chosen bride, and so that he can go uh, cut these whiskers. They're like, let's dress him up like a woman. And I'm like, I don't think Goku at all mentioned like, you know what. I did this before. Like this is a thing that happened. <laughs> I don't blame and him for I not dressed up as a girl. Remembering that though, like that's he, that was so long that's for him. That's true, and so insignificant that I did. I thought about that too, Randy, but I didn't. I thought immediately, like I don't blame him for not remembering. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. He's in his fifties now. That's yeah, true. and that was like when he was twelve or thirteen. And even at the time, he didn't think much of it. He just whipped out his dick and started peeing on a tree. So it's not <laughs> not, not a memory that sticks with him. That oh, I dressed up as a girl. He just like they put clothes on me that I didn't want to wear. Like that's all he thought. I guess he didn't understand that there's between boys and girls at the right. time anyway. So it'd have been like, all right, these are just worse Close. clothes to fight in, I guess. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I totally don't blame him. What was funny? I'm much more positive on this than you I'd guys love to are. Hear I, yeah, I want to hear that too. I just, I just like to sit back and I'm like, I'm going to enjoy an episode of Dragon Ball GT. And I felt <laughs> like I was, that was, that's what I was served. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was my mentality for the last episode, but this one. I like sitting here with these characters. I like the little jokes or the pan trying to get Goku to do it. But then it's like, no, that doesn't make sense. Cause you know, whoever does it needs to look more like this like other person. The Lanny girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you want me to get negative, guys, all right, I'll get negative. I don't want right. you to. I like some right. positivity well, here. Well, get owned. He's got a list of Randy. negativities. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, all right, no. Com- my biggest complaint with this episode is that is not how you lay out the stars on a six-star Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you lay them out like chevrons. Wow. Straight, you do not lay them out in a circle. Straight, yeah. Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, they do it for this episode and the next episode. <laughs> but in the episode after that, they correct it. They, they huh. do, so they're aware of it. Yeah. They just didn't. Oh, I was lasered <laughs> in on that, Doug. You know, it was so funny how the three of them run up to this woman, and out of context, they don't know that he's look that they're looking at the Dragon Ball. For all they know, they're running up there looking at her breasts and just like, oh, <laughs> and then that's it. 
because the ball rests. Not everyone the has ball, got their minds the in the ball gutters. The is though. right there next to her breast, and they don't know anything else. It's <gasps> So you're saying a lady wearing a nice, fancy necklace, and you go run up and... <laughs> that she's going to think something else? There's a group of people that are pushing through the crowd just to come and Dude. see you. <laughs> what has happened to society, guys? <laughs> Damn, society. <laughs> Let's get political for a bit. Um, <laughs> with the with the sake thing, when they're prepping the sake to take to Zunama, um, Goku is like licking his lips. Oh, is he at that? Does Goku like like alcohol? Right. We know he thinks beer is too bitter, mm-hmm. right? So, what, had, like, I, I must have missed it. Did he? He so he licked his lips and he was like, "Oh, is that good?" What did he say? Because the woman was like, "Aren't you a little too young to enjoy that or talk about that?" He says something like, is that, you know, is that good sake or something? Something uh-huh. along that lines. Hmm. But it's like, maybe is it just because it's something that can be ingested that he's licking his lips? Or does he have experience with sake? <laughs> I would think he has the occasional, you know, sake or whatever. I mean, he's he's an yeah. adult and it's just like the Chichi, I'm sure, brings stuff. And he's like, let me try that. That's that's good. I'm trying to think of any time. Yeah, I'm trying to think. That he would have yeah, well, visually they, drank anything like they that. They have parties, but they never show. It's just like a... A vague color of drink that people are having. Right. But yeah. Hmm. No. There's never I mean, an episode. We know Gohan. <laughs> yeah. Gohan's gotten drunk twice. <laughs> he got drunk in DBZ Movie 1, uh-huh. of course. And then he got drunk at the Bulma's birthday party. Yes. Mm-hmm. And got Videl shot. Yeah. <laughs> Not true. a shot. Yeah. Shot. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> We don't, that's not, don't do, don't, 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 don't well, I mean, don't, don't, don't do drink shots. when you're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do shots. Yeah. Well, also, I, you're saying, I would hope he got our shot with a gun. Also, don't no, do it, well, don't do as Trunks does and, and lace food with alcohol unknowing to the person for the intent of getting them knocked out. Well, I mean, he's a villain. He's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's your excuse. Society's (laughs) fucked up now with you guys. Yeah. What's happened, dude? GT is really a black mirror to society. Did you see the wig that Trunks puts on? It it, it looks like Mai's wig. Like a Mai hair. Yes, that's good. I was like, oh, I guess now we don't have to wonder what their child would look like. This is what they would look like. Yeah. Tolerance. My only thing that I put in there was like, oh, we're not going to dye his eyebrows. So now they looks off from the wig. Come on, guys. Uh, Sometimes it looks good. Like, Women with blonde hair, but still like dark eyebrows. Oh, chef's kiss. Yes, man. but purple hair with or black hey, hair with purple eyebrows. That's a universal. Weird. Purple hair is common, as common as a blonde woman. That's fair. I guess. <laughs> I think we need to go into the next episode. Sure, we're, we're in that. No, kind I have of so many now. notes for this for some reason. Oh, uh, oh. see, <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> it's great. I just great stuff. One thing is that I keep forgetting that I keep mixing up this creature with one of the shadow dragons in the later episode like with this all this oh. hindsight i always think like oh isn't the shadow dragon oh no it's just some thing that because isn't there one that looks like this a shadow dragon that looks like this guy um i guess not you're with, thinking of the mole maybe I, maybe the mole or just any other like fat <laughs> dragon that, yeah from that there time, is like, one like a beak yeah. as well maybe but i always think like ah, that's so weird i just wish he kind of looked oh. different yeah, I know what you're thinking of. Yeah, he does have a beak. Yeah. And he can do like reverse Kamehamehas and stuff. Yeah. yeah. We'll get to that. There was we'll one point in this episode, Giru has not spoken the entire episode, but the one shot we see him at the near near the end when Trunks is pointing at, at him like, don't be a, don't be so bad or whatever. And Giru is right next to him also just pointing. And because oh, I did notice <laughs> he's on his shoulder. Yeah. Yes, he's just pointing. He hasn't said anything. <laughs> I wish Giru was a silent character the entire 
series. Mm. I mean, because I would love him just like his dance poses when he when he lands, but yep. he ruins it when he starts talking. But I I just loved that that part. Did you guys watch uh, Garfield and Friends when you were a kid? Uh, yeah. Yes. So you know the the U.S. Acres special that would be in there where it was all the barnyard animals yeah. and stuff. There was that duck that had the the floaty around him. And whatever his expression was, the duck face on the floaty would also oh, make that's that. That's great. what made that made me I think love of that kind of stuff. Yeah, trunks. That's, yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome stuff. And Why then we're not going to talk get... about how Goku just Kamehameha a, a volcano just to stop it from exploding. That's not how volcanoes that's work. Next, next episode. That's next episode. Is that? Uh, so yeah, maybe that's why my list is so long. I just combined both episodes into one. <laughs> <laughs> so then we'll jump into the next one, which is episode 26 The Beast That Shouted I at the Heart of the World. The human instrumentology project continues as mankind attempts to complete its existence. What? <laughs> Shinji continues to struggle with the impact of his personal existence and every and eventually views a world resembling a lighthearted comedic exi- uh, high school setting in which he is not an Evangelion pilot. Shinji now understands that his existence is not fixed, destroys the constrictive shell which had formed around himself. <laughs> he is met by all of the other characters from the series who applaud and congratulate him. And in response, <laughs> he thanks them all. Original air date, March 27th, 1996. So in between episode 7 of GT and 8 of GT. So just a little bit of context Oh, wow, there. the timing. Yeah, Ava ends here at this point. So I just wanted to... I added this in here. It's oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I added this in here to our little document as we were going to go through because I just wanted to give some timing context of what else was going on in anime at the yeah, time. Yeah, but your only and, motive, you sick freak. Uh, <laughs> adding context it didn't, yeah. it didn't click in my head when randy yelled off episode 26 yeah. i'm like okay whatever and then yeah. <laughs> human instrumentality i'm like oh wait if you're listening to this please go back to the youtube version and watch <laughs> doug's face when he starts to understand what's going on <laughs> i was too busy reading so i can't wait to go back to watch that. yeah it's just interesting that you know these kind of things were concurrent yeah. And yeah, this yeah. is when Ava ended. And so is Randy's right room. He's got a Ava thing poster above his head. Uh, so oh, yeah, I do. You do. Um, I first um, thought it was gr- Grimace from McDonald's because um, of the whole Grimace <laughs> yeah. shake. I love me the Grimace. <laughs> he loves Grimace. <laughs> I, I don't know if, uh, if this is who would necessarily coined this phrase, but Ava is kind of like the minions of Japan, right? Everyone loves it. It's, <laughs> in, it? it's marketed okay. everywhere. Yeah, dude, it's everywhere in Japan. They've got roads that when you drive down the roads, the vibration strips in the roads will play uh, <gasps> Cruel Angel's oh, thesis. That's what? So cool. You know, as you drive over them. Yeah. What? Yeah. It, like the vibration I, I, is set to different pitches. I remember hearing about this. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send you a video, Randy. Don't worry about He's, it. Randy, uh, no, Randy wants I'm, to go. I'm buying a ticket now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, so like, th- think of the mood of the of of the collective consciousness of people in Japan at the time. Yeah. When GT was airing in its early episodes, everyone was kind of bummed out. <laughs> Just across the board, everyone in the entire country, kind of in a bummer mood. I can see why. Yeah. Uh, and you know, some might say that's why GT didn't do very well. Wow. Wasn't big enough Last bummer. Season. Yeah. Yeah. You're Everyone's right. kind of like just depressed. It's after all Ava's Ava fault. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to the next episode. That's true. But also, <laughs> if you're listening to this or watching this and you have not experienced Evangelion, holy crap, go do that right now. That's even weird. though we just spoiled the final episode for you. <laughs> we didn't. Without context, yeah. you're like, what the yeah. hell what is, is what this does that even mean? about? Yeah. Even with context, yeah. I don't know what the hell you just said. So. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so, episode eight which is actually Dragon Ball GT now. Uh, even Goku gets hit. Full force, whisker power. 
Zunama takes Trunks, who poses as his bride, deep into his lair under a volcano in order to prevent Zunama from harassing the village any longer. However, Trunks' wig has fallen off, but the monster is still interested in him, thinking that Trunks is a short-haired girl. <laughs> Trunks then drugs Zunama, who soon passes out. Doma then cuts off one of Zunama's whiskers, which wakes up the drug Zunama, who threatens to cause earthquakes, but Goku and his friends realize that the monster does not have the ability to cause earthquakes, only to predict them. Then, all of a sudden, a volcanic eruption occurs, and Goku uses a Kamehameha to propel them out of the tunnel. He then fires another Kamehameha to destroy the volcano and stop the eruption, saving the village. Lane gives them the six-star Dragon Ball, but out of nowhere, a mysterious stranger disguised as a villager takes the ball and flees in his spaceship to outer space. And this aired on April 17th, 1996. Uh, also of note that, that this... GT was off for a few weeks. Yeah. Because oh, everyone was, was recovering from the from, end of April. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the series. Yeah. Yes. Not the movie. That came Not out the years movie, later. Yeah. No one's in the mood for space adventures. No. <laughs> All right, guys, I feel like every episode we need to have, not every episode of GT, but every episode of We Got a Podcast while we're reviewing GT, we need to have the patented We Got a Podcast question of GT. All right. And today's <laughs> GT question is I love this. <laughs> if you take your clothes off. Uh huh. Because you don't want them to get wet. Do they stay dry? <laughs> when you, you tie them on top of your you head? you tie it to your head. Then they're perfectly yeah. fine. <laughs> I I questioned that, but then I was like, well, I guess it's just because it's they're heavy and uncomfortable to swim in, which is his only concern. He wants to be able to swim easily. Not about keeping I his clothes dry. But then Pan keeps Doma, up and she's in like jeans. Yeah. <laughs> and Doma's got a big pair of scissors on his <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> Goku's like, Any, ah, I already took them off. I'm not going to put them back on. Let me just tie them <laughs> on my head. That could be the reason. But yes, it was very like, what? It is odd because it feels like Goku is like, well, any excuse I can have to not wear clothes. That's all I want. But it's like, bro, you didn't do that for like 15 years when you were an yeah, adult. Well, so I would have <laughs> loved this bit if, if he had did it and then Pan suggested her grievances with it and i was like oh i'm sorry and then like put it back on it was like oh it's funny because he doesn't realize that it's an awkward situation but then he does and puts it back on but no he just keeps him off the for <laughs> yeah. majority of the episode my first episode my first note here for this episode is that is a lot of naked goku yes yeah. like it's proud, everywhere like, it's a pan there's a pan shot not pan the girl pan, like panning <laughs> shot from from down to yeah. top of like everything somewhere out there someone has that cell of Goku. Well, maybe not totally didn't keep a good track record of that kind of stuff but i like this start of this episode for like tracking him down because i'm like okay now it feels less oolongy because we're like checking around for like okay they went over here because they like lost the trail how, or how did they lose the trail what what happened with the doma forgot the scissors and had to run back to town Ooh, okay <laughs> put him yeah. in his big in his sword doma. sheath <laughs> Which looks great. I love that look. And it took me a bit, like yeah. a couple minutes into this episode. I'm like, oh, he's got scissors. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, of course, more callbacks to OG Dragon Ball with like, that's how either Poir or Oolong transformed into scissors, right? To cut off Goku's tail back in the 23rd oh, yeah. yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, cool. But yeah, I don't get the <laughs> the, the losing the trail and like Goku sniffing. I, I guess I kind of like that aspect of like them trying to find it, but I don't know. That's just how I felt. Yeah. I my next, my look, I'm not saying I'm not going to stand here and say that this is like the best two parter I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I, thought but you I were find going it to... entirely inoffensive and enjoyable. Hmm. No, I, I mean, the stuff with tolerance. You know, that stuff's great. Yeah, that's good. I liked, yeah, him keeping up the bit even after he lost the wig. Yeah, stuff. That was fun stuff. Yeah. I did have a note and I, as I was writing it, and then I had to delete it. Because I was praising the show for being so progressive <laughs> that uh, Zunama was still attracted to Trunks 
after finding out, you know, that, you know, that he was wearing a wig because I thought that he had figured out that Trunks was a man. Uh-huh. Mm. But then later in the episode, he throws a fit about it. I'm like, yeah, totally. Yeah. It would have been like, like big, big, big gameplay if like he realized it was yeah. a man when he first saw her. It's like, oh, you're not you're not Lena. And like, it's obviously like a dude in a wig, but he was still down for it. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been good. But no, has to again, uh, a throwback to Oolong, who is uh, very offended by yeah. seeing another dude naked. It's just yeah. like, ah, gross. Why would I ever want to see that? Like, oh, all man. right. Chill out, man. Take a chill pill. Uh, my next note here is just, oh, no, he's super strong when he's drunk. Oh, whoops, he fell asleep. <laughs> just, <laughs> you know, uh, it's fun watching this because I'm in that mentality now where I'm not like, this is immediately after Z. They've got all these transformations. They all do these powers. I'm just like, oh, no, Trunks is only is by himself. How is he going to deal with this monster? <laughs> you know, not thinking he's a fucking blonde haired god well, from outer I think, space. I think they did write a good write around with this with like, no, you, you can't give him an instant to like activate his whisker thing. So it'll, it'll affect the whole planet or whatever. I'm like, that's a good creative way to mm-hmm. diminish your street. You can't just punch your way through this, this thing right here. You got to like knock him out or and cut off his whiskers which i would have cut right. those whiskers a little deeper like this seems like they cut them like halfway i'm like no just get right up in the <laughs> nose and just <laughs> cut it from the source but whatever taking like 20 minutes to cut off two whiskers like come on dude right uh i really wish we got more episodes in the this vein hmm. and i feel like maybe we're gonna see some of it with the evil dragons later down the line but i'm talking about like Pulling more from Japanese folklore and oh, myth yeah. and just like having that be the influence because like early Dragon Ball, you know, pulling from Journey to the West yeah. and twisting it in different ways. And I really would have liked to have seen more stuff along the lines of this episode. Maybe yeah. that's probably why I'm so positive on it is that, yes, it's basically Oolong again, but it's doing a new twist on it and it's pulling from different sources along the way. I would Fair. have liked like same deal. But maybe even also folklore from like different countries too, because they're going to different planets. It'd be fun to see yeah. how the Japanese mm. think that American culture is in like a different planet or whatever, something like that. Hamburgers and baseball. <laughs> I mean, we saw the the capitalism planet. Oh, That's wait, you're right. We already got yeah. that episode, <laughs> the first arc. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I do have a note here of Goku using the Kamehameha uh, into the magma is a good choice. Like to get them all out there, like good I thinking. He was just gonna blast the magma, thinking it would stop it. I'm like, that would be so dumb. And then it's like, oh, okay, no, he's using it to propel himself away. And then, yeah, five seconds later, he does it to blow up the fucking <laughs> mountain. Which did nobody hear? See Z movie eleven? You shoot the water, <laughs> and that goes, and, and that goes you know, over. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't. And they didn't Roshi Tightly. do that to to. Now he just blasted Frypan Mountain to Kingdom Come, I think, didn't he? Right, to stop the fire. Just, oh, there's a problem there? Let me just destroy it. Just what Goku did. <laughs> it's it's almost, uh, you start to understand more and more why these episodes were skipped over. Uh, with yeah. just like a whole almost unavoidable section of Goku penis. <laughs> like, in this going straight to Tudami. Yeah. I mean, they were drawing boxer shorts on young Goku and Dragon Ball already, so I don't see why oh, they yeah. wouldn't just do that for GT. But it's funny that they had that. might have been another factor. So, to, you know, like, they watched the episodes are like, this isn't going to play well to American audiences. Let's just skip right over to episode 25 or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think, think we- let's try to get to where Uchiyama can't just outright ruin these episodes <laughs> single handedly. <laughs> Yeah, man, it, to the to the show's detriment, him showing up is always a bummer. It's like, oh, 
I have to watch this and it looks like this? Great. <laughs> Good. Yeah, you know, when I was talking about, like, I love the way these episodes are drawn and there's just the varying amount of animation going on. That Uchiyama episode, you could feel it. You could just feel how destructive he is to the franchise, <laughs> you know, to not to speak in hyperbole, but, you know, the part where they're uh, walking up to the village and the village is like in the in the distance mm-hmm. it like it looks like ass. <laughs> it's just really bad. We're talking about like when it's like just like it's obviously like two shots of like the group with their hand over here and the group with the hand on the on the other side. It looks like like they're simulating walking, but it looks so bad. There's one shot that's mm-hmm. like yeah. that. It's just. It's like the level of fidelity is gone. Yeah. That's present in every other episode. Like everybody else is bringing their A game. <laughs> and then Uchiyama just shows up. He's like, what's up? I'm going to continue doing my thing, which is yeah. least amount of effort possible. And they've started doing it with in GT where I, I notice it the most in the Uchiyama episodes. But in the other ones, they start like coloring the noses in black. Mm-hmm. Which is something that uh, elsewhere I've said I did not like about the Future Trunk special. Uh, and oh. I don't even, you guys may have also touched on that as yeah. well. Yeah, well, there's that but, one shot of like the, you know, undershading for Trunks' nose is just solid black. Like, oh, that's jarring. Yeah, but every Uchiyama episode has it, especially for Goku. And I, just, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's a bummer. You know what's not a bummer, though, is that last time... Ken, you had brought up that you really like GT whenever there's like, a, oh, a thing happened and that's going to lead us into the next thing. And, yeah. you know, it's been so long since I've seen these that I totally forgot. Like, OK, cool. We stopped Zunama. Like, he's friends with us now and we got the Dragon Ball. Everything's happy. And then <laughs> like he, he can stay with us. He seemed chill. You know, just kidnap right. someone. Whatever. Yeah, he's not just going to do that again. But then mysterious stranger suddenly whoop. I'm taking your ball and I'm getting in my ship and I'm blinding you and I'm out of here. Like, oh, okay. This is going to lead us into our next little mini arc thing. That, and I'm like, ah, I do like this. This does get me excited. That rubbed me the wrong way. I don't, it's, I'm on two sides of it where a regular cartoon show would show this character, this, this sneaky character who's disguised as someone else earlier throughout the episode as like, just oh. like, like, and like being sneaky and like really obvious, like, oh, what's up with this guy? This one didn't do anything. There was no clues that there was someone out there at all. And I don't know if I like that or not. You're sa- I mean, you're saying you like that. I can see that. But for mm-hmm. me, I would have liked a little subtle like clues as if like this story was planned. Because this just comes off as this wasn't planned. It's like, okay, we need to tie it up. Mm-hmm. And then we, we tied it up some- with showing this guy out of nowhere. You know what I mean? So do you think it's around this point then, Doug, that they decided they needed to change the structure? Yeah. Like, I think this is when they were like, okay, let's let's roll into the whole uh, baby stuff because all this ties back to baby. Yeah. Because once we start with the Don Para brothers, we are basically on a serialized path to baby now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I guess I just don't have as much familiarity with GT that I'm like, I don't remember what all happens here, but I know where it eventually gets to, but I don't remember how we get there. Hmm. but gotcha okay yeah. interesting so we well will... they fixed the dragon ball oh we haven't read this description yeah, i was gonna say <laughs> episode nine uh i guess it's my turn yeah, yeah. If we're doing rotation that'd be you i'm gonna read the the simmons version of this title okay. instead of oh crap is cripes yeah <laughs> cripes is way better <laughs> goku plunges into a trap planet goku trunks and pan chase after the three para para Brothers, par- brothers, <laughs> one of whom has stolen their Dragon Ball. Their brothers lead them into a rocky planet whose center is a maze of caves. They escape, leaving Goku, Trunks, and Pan lost in the maze. 
Upon the brothers' arrival on planet Lude, they hand over the Dragon Ball to the evil Cardinal Muchimochi, the servant of Lord Lude. The Cardinal is angry with them because he knows that the three had another oh, had another Dragon Ball aboard their ship. My eyes just like skipped a line. <laughs> yeah. And if they do not retrieve it, he will turn them into dolls. The brothers return to the planet where they left Goku and his friends. When they find them, they are being attacked by four giant worm monsters called Muma. The Para brothers take the opportunity to sneak onto their ship and try to steal the Dragon Ball. I have a thing that I want to bring up here and now. On a podcast? Yes. (laughs) Is that there's a lot of these episode titles that make it seem like Goku's doing something or like... Something happens to him, but literally nobody else. So it's like this. It's like, cripes, Goku plunges into a trap planet. Like, oh, no, now we, like, from the episode title, like, okay, something happened to him, and now we have to go save him. It's like, no, he's just part of the group. The whole group does that. It's Goku time. Same thing with, it's going to hurt Goku, the dentist. I'm like, it's not like he actually became (laughs) a dentist. It just kind of happened haphazardly where he blasted a tooth out of there. There was another one before, I think, in our first section of that's five why episodes. That Evangelion title threw me so off. I'm like, wow, that's a beautiful title. Is that? I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. That's actually when I saw it this afternoon and I was scrolling through and I'm like, episode title's okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's an Evangelion title. <laughs> I got to say, I, I love the. Um, is it still Kaiosamo's voice actor who's reading these titles? Because he really, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. whoever it was, he really liked, really like energized. Like I, I love just him reading the titles. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Good old Joe. The way he says, "Goku." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might have been this episode where, like, I'm like, "Oh, that's that's awesome!" All that energy, right? Um, I'm looking here at my notes here. Uh, spaceship chase. I like that. Yeah. Like that's new. That's something that they yeah. haven't really done. I like how the spaceship had also like its own personality. You know, like it's it's yeah. like it's like claws were like kind of wiggling about like it was scared like it had emotion <laughs> yeah. like it was it was cute I love those kind of details it doesn't make any sense but it's it's I don't care I I like the conceit of a spaceship chase mm-hmm. and I I do like the characterization of the spaceship <laughs> becoming a character mm-hmm. uh, I don't like all the bank animation used yeah. here oh uh, it's not an animation related thing but I want to be the first one to say it I think my favorite part of this chase is. Trunks notes that, you know, they're they're faster than them. And Trunks bluffs saying that he can make up for the, their lack of speed with piloting technique. And Pond calls him out on it and says that, uh, I thought you said you've never piloted a spaceship before. And he <laughs> just like shyly, shyly says, ah, don't bring that up. <laughs> like, yeah, I, that's so young Trunks from the Boo arc of like, yeah. oh, no, I got this. It's biotechnology. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, what is that? It's oh, great. I have to explain it now. <laughs> yeah. I, in my notes, I have now this feels like Boo arc Trunks. Yes. Yeah, it's, that's good stuff. There's that's classic. Good stuff. Multiple times during this chase where I feel like the Power Power Brothers are like, full blast like speed away and then trunks i was like oh we got to catch him and then shifts the gear to all full blast again and that happens five more times as there's like extra you yeah. can't push the lever any more further down trunks it's, you're going as fast as you can already go so so yeah. whatever it's in ideas in the in thought it's a great idea for the spaceship chase execution too much bank animation like <laughs> no explanation for like how he's continually speeding up to max over right. and over again hit it on max so again just, yeah. max level two <laughs> I love when they they get to the trap planet and Trunks is like, oh, so this must be their home planet. And it's like, no, it's just some random place (laughs) they took you to. Just jumping to conclusions. Also, Trunks is like, whoa, that that ship is really fast. Someone, a real real genius must have made that. I'm like, when I think of like Don Toretto in in, in Fast and Furious, in Fast and Furious, (laughs) like, I don't think he's a genius because he put nitrous on his his car. Like, it's not. Well, I mean, 
think of it like the ship they're piloting is as best as it can be and who built it was it bulma or dr brief who, who built it i want to say it was bulma who built the spaceship probably, probably bulma yeah this one bulma yeah yeah, yeah. so but it was like, such a well, it was such a weird like line to put in that it's it's meant for like foreshadowing but i mean in a regular story it would have been like foreshadowing mm-hmm. but in this one i don't think it was right i think it's kind of a um a way to compliment his mother because it's like no, our no, no, ship no. can't go that fast and like she built this so like whoever built theirs has to somehow be smarter uh, than my mom who's incredible okay. maybe yeah i like that so that's how i read into that i like that i love how much time we spend with the Parapara brothers. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Like, it's clear they're going to be sticking around for a little bit because yeah. of how much time we spend with them. Um, the one thing that I thought of when they're on Planet Lude, like the turning the one dude into a doll, I'm like, okay, now this is a throwback to Boo turning people into candy. Both very juvenile, like things that kids like candy, action figures. <clears throat> Doug, how much candy do you like with what? your action figures? <laughs> We're at different levels. I don't think that I'm anywhere near okay. Lude status, okay? <laughs> This is <laughs> this right here. And yaka 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 Doug Samasama. It was and, I I love the, the turning point of like everyone after it turned into a doll. That that guy turned into a doll. Everyone's the worshippers are like, uh, we need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, no, keep worshiping. Like, okay, okay. Because it's also very clear we're doing the thing of like, oh, we need sacrifices or like energy to reawaken. Yeah. our lord lewd so i'm like okay well that's a boo thing again yeah <laughs> and this one is so much more recent than oolong or anything like that so i'm like yeah oh, and i was wondering I like if that. like if, if every time it consumed a doll the the water shape like the uh, time thing mm. what's it called the what this time of sand shape thing but it's just full of oh, water it yeah. kind of bubbled i'm like oh is that gonna come into play later or is that signifying that is it like supposed to fill up to the top that's how many sacrifices are needed to like awaken this thing or what but i don't know we don't. We not don't really yet. explained. Not yet. Anyway, probably just like like fashion, like ambiance setting. Mm. But whatever. Ken looks like. I mean, you the, want to jump in. I I just am thinking about the brothers and how much they carry this episode. Oh yeah, because I think like the the lewd stuff is like I don't know any any Typical time you start stuff. involving a cult, I'm just like whatever. Yeah. But mm. the the brothers like being there and reacting, it's like yeah. yeah, they're the antagonists of this episode straight up and of the the next episode. But getting to spend time with them, yeah. it's like. Think about it this way: is like if before the Ginyu Force became a threat on Namek, if like we had an episode <laughs> where we just hung out with them on Planet Frieza seventy nine, right? Yeah, just to see them. That's what this felt like. Just to see them be them, and and also you can sympathize with the characters now thanks to this episode because you see they're doing it under the guise of like not being turned mm. into a doll from this guy, kind of. Like yeah, they're still antagonists, but they're still you see you see their motive. I like when enemies have more motives than just like I want to be bad. Like that's it. Yeah, and it's it's just refreshing because, you know, even the closest we've gotten to this before this has been, like, short amount of time that we spent with uh, Don Kia and, and Regic or with Sheila and Gel. Oh, yeah. But it was, like, for very small yeah. periods of time. Yeah. It was still mostly with Goku, Trunks, and Pan. But here it's, like, I mean, like, half the episode were with the Power yeah. Power Brothers. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It really felt like they were kind of setting them up to be long-term antagonists, but also, I guess... I suppose more like a pilaf gang sort of thing where it's like they're not really that threatening, oh. but they are an obstacle for them to get through. I could see and that. they're gonna be sticking around. Yeah. I mean I like that. They weren't the new uh you didn't you didn't see their statues and were like, Oh, this is the new Nappa and Vegeta coming up here. Mm. The super big guy and super tall shine uh short guy. Mm. 
my other note here after all of that is just <laughs> Goku standing at the hatch to face down the Muma worm gave me Goku lands on Namek vibes. Yes, like just yes. the way, yeah. <laughs> just the posing and everything. I'm like, oh, this just I remember looks that like shot that. too. And it's like very I, I took a bathroom break. I was like, I'm done with it. I'm gonna go to the bathroom, but still had it playing in the background and through my mirror I could see like Goku posing. I'm like, wait a second. I held my pee together and like came back in the room. That's a cool I shot. Held the pee together. <laughs> <laughs> it was not worth it. That could have been. So you had a subtitled show on, <laughs> and you left the room. It's Dragon Ball. We know it's not that important what they're saying. Oh my god, they're catching up to us or whatever. Like, I was like, I got it. Put the okay, ship to well, max speed again. <laughs> yeah. When we're on episode forty-three, and you're like, they didn't explain this, and I'll be like, Doug, you're you in the bathroom. Out then, yes. <laughs> I didn't know that Doug peed in the bathroom i thought we had established the canon thing as he opens the door and just <laughs> stares into the void <laughs> oh man well, my, camera lags my, out. <laughs> my last note about this episode is you know i get into the nitpicky stuff about the um just the world here like with the dragon ball but the beam colors in this episode trunks and pan had yellow oh yeah beams, oh. and goku had blue yeah. hmm I mean, is that so weird? I mean, I guess... I was like, what's your problem with it? Normally... Yellow is reserved for Super Saiyan. But I'm pretty sure... Is it? Krillin has blasted yellow stuff before. Just... At, has he? Most beams are yellow, I thought. Even, like, pre-Super Saiyan stuff. Like, isn't even... Uh, hmm. Isn't even the Kamehameha technically supposed to be yellow? Like, in the manga? I know the color Where's is weird on that. From? And I know specifically, like, Gohan fired a yellow Kamehameha uh, against Boo's egg. But... Mm. Uh, yeah. Really? I thought the auras were, like, white for humans, blue for cyans. Yes, sir. And then yellow wins super cyan. I think... This isn't make or break for me. No. Well, you you put a note in there, so I just wanted to talk (laughs) about it to understand where you were coming from, and maybe I forgot something. Because, like, I know that, like, generally the auras and stuff do kind of indicate something. I mean, even Goku and stuff has a white aura when he's not... Kaioken or Super Saiyan, right. and he's not human, but you know, it's just what Earthling. it is. Earthling, and that's the Vegeta has like a, a blue or indigo one for a long time. It must um, really be like an aura, like like how we see it uh, in our real world. Like, oh yeah, it's it's how you feel. So Goku feels like an Earthling, so he, he gets white, but when he's Super Saiyan, it's yellow. But, but the no, blasts they, have always they, just kind of been like yellowish. They shot this blast one handed, right? For all three of them, when they when they the one you're talking about, I think so. Yeah, yeah. and like yeah, Goku's for some reason was blue. I wonder why they made that choice. Mm. They all should have been the same because there wasn't a, a specific attack, which usually no. has a color. So Goku having blue one, which is usually a Kamehameha, is kind yeah. of strange. Yeah, I, th- I think had they not been different colors, I probably wouldn't even have picked up on it. Yeah. Right. Uh, is there anything else? But you know what? Yeah. We get to see this again in the next episode. That's true, which is episode 10. And I think, Doug, do you want to take this or do you want me to do it? Uh, no, I can take it. Do it, man. Dance attack. No, oh, it's a question. Dance attack. Bon papa. <laughs> having been having been trapped inside of May's planet and fighting against a pack of giant flesh-eating worms, the Saiyans exhaust their powers against these Muma worms. The Para brothers, after having been unable to discover the Dragon Balls inside Goku's spaceship, hide out in the shadows, waiting for the opportunity to attack them with their unique dance attack called Bon Papa, which controls their movement using their stereo. Goku, Pan, and Trunks, after having knocked the worms unconscious, get trapped by the brothers' dance attack. The trio struggles to attack the Power Brothers, which frees the the heroes from the spell. And so they take the opportunity to knock the brothers out. They then search for their stolen Dragon Ball in the brothers' spaceships. 
Being unable to find it, Trunks gets off the spaceship. However, Pan accidentally launches the spaceship to planet Lewd, separating her and Giru from Trunks and Goku. Doug, I'll say this in your defense. <laughs> These were not meant to be read on a podcast. No. <laughs> These I'll descriptions. Think so either. No, no. Also, it says, yeah. it just says Trunks gets off the spaceship, but there's the one time you miss Goku. Goku, oh, Goku never got on the spaceship. That's why. Never mind. I thought it was weird that it just says Trunks gets off the spaceship, but. Yeah, I was like, is that? Okay. Yeah. And I tried to rewrite that because that was from the wiki. And I'm like, okay, we're three <laughs> words in and we missed one. So I'm like, I'm just going <laughs> to fix some of this. So beam colors, you know, we reuse yes. the bit with the yellow beams and the blue beam. But then they all fire again. And now Trunks and Pan have white beams. Dang. Or extremely light yellow ones. <laughs> extremely light But yellow. not as like, definitely not as saturated as in the last episode. And Goku still has blue. So that's consistent. Wow. Yeah, he's just going to In blue. case you, listener were really curious about where we were with beam colors. (laughs) Now you know. Um, My first note here is that I'm still liking this show. So far, isn't really acknowledging that, like, Trunks and Goku could transform and just, like, wreck shop here. Um, Like, besides the Reddict fight, where Goku actively transformed into a Super Saiyan, it really feels like... actively punching this worm in the face, and nothing is happening to it. Right. And it's like, normally, if this was Z, they would punch them in the face in base form and like oh it's not doing anything time to power up and then do it again and then win yeah but this time they're just not doing that and it makes it really feel like this is kind of old school dragon ball without transformations and like power creep and like all that stuff it's just like we're just slightly stronger people out on adventure up against these odds right yeah they have to become they have to be inventive yeah with how they're defeating these guys and it's so cool and it's so refreshing for you know everyone Talks about like, oh, Dragon Ball Z is just a series, you know, the, the, there's no like martial arts or, uh, the fight choreography is just punch harder. And it's like, well, for as, as far as that idea and that misplaced idea goes for the series, it's like GT pulls it back and it's yep. like, no, let's do interesting new ways to do stuff. Yeah. Let's set limits on these characters and, but I would just wish they gave them think. good reason for those limits. They couldn't come up with a, a way of setting a good limit. So like, no, this, this worm's head is as strong as Frieza, apparently. So <laughs> I mean, I kind of well, like that, that we're not, dragged down with all of our lore and our previous stuff where we have to like explain it and just be like dude just just relax and just accept I mean, that this or is what's it would happening have been cool if they like had made it from the beginning that goku isn't as strong as he once was to the point where, he, where we don't even know if he could transform into a super saiyan yet if he just didn't do it against the whatever character a few episodes back ago we still wouldn't have known like oh because they don't mention mm-hmm. it or nothing it could still have been a mystery to us well with with trunks right now we don't know if he can go super saiyan or not because we know he's out of shape. He's mm. out of, out of oh, training. Yeah. They do establish that early on. And remember in Z, uh, you know, there was a the whole idea of can Go- can Gohan even power up to where he needs to be? Because Vegeta's constantly being like, oh, this kid's, he yeah. didn't do the training yeah. he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the, the idea that a Saiyan out of shape. Yeah. Either use uh, it or lose you know, it. Has consequences. Yeah. yeah. I'm just thankful for it so that we don't have, like, thinking from the, a meta perspective, we, this didn't cause like a fandom like discussions of like okay but like power level wise is a moomo yeah. worm stronger than like third form yeah. Frieza or I like really hate what's think, a, I really hate thinking that way so that when that does come up I just tell my yeah. brain nah shut that part off whatever I wish there was a reason that, that would make sense to it but whatever just shut your brain off for that part mm. we need to go check the AOL chat rooms from 1996 <laughs> that's true I'm sure I'm the sure same arguments exist today out there so <laughs> you don't have to look far uh, Unless that Reddit is, thread is blocked or private. Right. 
My next note is just Goku just tossing worms around while they scream in terror. Good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Especially for worms that ended up kind of being like bros at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they never like, let's all do a big blast and decapitate this fucking worm. (laughs) It's like, ah, we'll punch them until they're into submission and then we'll tie their tails and like, ah, they're fine. I I swear, I I didn't want to go to episode like 58 or whatever. But Goku lifting up the worm is the Genkidama pose, and I think him throwing the worm <laughs> is the Genkidama throw that they're going to use in the future. So just if you watch that again, it's the same. His uh, hands are like. Are like, you saying they reuse that animation? They reuse those cells? But but so early on in the series, like they're like, we're going to eventually have him do the Genkidama. Just want you use that for this worm, or was it vice versa? We have this thing for the worm. Let's just use it for the Genkidama. You know what I mean? All throws well, are a reference to the Genki Dama. But it looks just like it. Like, he's holding his hands up. Not like I'm, I'm picking up to, to, pick, to throw this thing out. It, it looks like he's doing the Genki Dama pose, specifically. I agree. It is the pose. But when he does it later in the series, he's shirtless. Mm. Does he do it just so that one time? You're right. Does he do it just that one time? Yeah. It's not just... It's, they didn't just slap the cell from, this <laughs> from the worm episode. They could have. I swear. I'm yeah. going to go back and compare. <laughs> uh, a lot of people die in this episode. Like, straight up die the people turning into dolls or oh the dolls and then sacrificed one of the doll one of the guys who gets turned into a doll is wearing freeza yeah it looks like it right i I noticed that but it's like kind of drooped down like it's definitely not the same but it has Mm. maybe it's just a design that just works in space or i mean not in space but in this universe i think it is i think it is the same they just change the colors on Mm. it didn't look that well no because i know what you're talking about so it's not not that similar i liked so doing the the para para dance time um i remember watching i think it was this episode and i was like looking at their character designs i'm like okay so we've got one of them like the leader the bigger one he's got a different jacket but the other two have different ones from him but are the same i'm like is that i want to can't remember what's the deal with this and then like when they took them off i was like okay two of them are <laughs> floodlights and the other one is the boombox. i'm like ah okay that explains the jacket. As as I love I, this. Yeah, yeah as soon as i realized i'm like oh why do i want this now in real life <laughs> it's like a karaoke setup <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> got it. Do cool. these guys have figures yet? Doug? Not that I know of. Not especially Ichiban Kuchich or anything. No, they don't do. They don't they do much will, of. G2. They'll be on your shelf. That's right? why I have three Yijings and Longs or whatever because they don't make <laughs> so many G figures. Do the dance. I desperately like would love a figure like that so long as it plays the song yeah. and like this entire time i've also been kind of like i really don't like tokunaga's score i assume he did this track this track is great <laughs> just yeah. the dancing it's so good i love how they still had like wrote the workout undershirts under their armor yes. like it's like as yeah. they're working like a real workout it's so great i, I wrote down best track in this whole last show <laughs> glad i wasn't the only one that was like yes i'm loving this and it's not Dan Dan, you know, I guess, I guess with thing. our SH figures, we could make the our characters do these dance poses, but we, we, need, they, we need to release. They need to release those Para Para Brothers SH figures. Then we're set. God, that'd be great. It would be. I, I was really hoping set. that when the Muma Worms came back, that they would also be doing some sort of dance. With Me just too. Their tiny little. I thought they were for a second. <laughs> like they were caught in the, in the trance, too, because I right. thought that I thought that as the trio was getting uh, like manipulated to the dance i'm like what if they did this to non-humanoid aliens mm. but i don't know it kind of worked for for not for giru because he doesn't have as long as a mobility as human arms right. and legs or whatever but yeah it was funny seeing him do little dance 
when I was watching it and then he starts doing, you know, left, right, whatever. And then the big smile, I'm like, well, he doesn't have a mouth. So like, I wonder if that oh. would like cause him to like short yeah. circuit, oh, or, yeah. like break him out of it or something. <laughs> That'd be the way to solve it. They the didn't go that way. But I liked it when the, the worms do finally attack the Parapara brothers and then uh, Bon Paro does the, the, that famous scream painting oh, or yep. whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Edward Monk's the scream. From like bulky yeah. to like turns into like a small little worm. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah. The thing while I was watching this episode is I thought this whole Par Brothers and Lewd stuff was all just two episodes. So when the eye catch came up for this episode and they were still just going to do the dance and I'm like, how are they going to get through the rest of this in the next like eight minutes? <laughs> I was like, oh, never mind. It's longer than two episodes. Because everything so far, well, the Omega stuff was three but I was just like, oh, felt like this is going to be only two episodes. Okay. Man, the dancing felt like it dragged on a little bit, though. Like, they, they showed, they cut back to the boom boxes a little too yeah. often. Like it was like, okay, you're really stretching for time here. Yeah, this, the last episode, like, reusing a lot of animation, and then this episode reusing animation from last episode, yeah. and then repeating a lot of animation during the dance. It started to feel oh like... Oh, my God, because there were even lip syncs. Oh, like, like, the first shot was them, yeah. them talking while hitting Goku and them. And then they just replayed again of them not talking, but their mouths are still moving as if they were talking, hitting like them. Like Bonpara yeah. is like punching them, and he talks the first time, and then, yeah, replaying it, and it's like, his mouth is still moving. Yeah. <laughs> like he's talking, it's, but there are no lines. It's so obvious at that point. It's like, oh, this is so disappointing. It, it felt like we're, there's running into production issues. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that might be, you know, thinking back on now what you were saying, Doug, about how they had to course correct over what the original vision of the show was, maybe that a lot of that played in to it. Yeah. You know, when we think about how much of a mess Super's production was, and that's basically a series that had like no planning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for GT to have to go from all this planning to suddenly shift over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess the last thing I want to say about this episode was that uh, when Trunks leaves the spaceship at the end of the episode and Pan and Inkiru are on it, and she's like, she's like reading what whatever the machine says or the thing, and then the voice that speaks out. Sounds just mm-hmm. like one of the 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 children of the Korok seed children from Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Like the voice it makes sounds like ha ha ha. Like it, it's I, I swear. <laughs> oh. Go back and listen to it, and the voice is like identical to that. Yeah. Or I'm just playing too much Zelda right now. Maybe that's why. But how do you guys feel about splitting the crew up here? I like it. I it's like about it. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If yeah, it feels like the right time to yeah. do it. I was like, oh, that's a good reason to have them split up like that. I thought Pam was going to like, do the button push again, like she did the first episode. Like, oh, let's yeah. go, and then boom. But And like, how often do we have Goku and Trunks working together, you know? Like, in Z, just, just the one time. The when it, yeah. stuff, yeah. I'm iffy on their dynamic. I don't think they have much chemistry, unfortunately. I'm going to say it. I don't think Goku has a lot of chemistry these last few episodes. Like, he's just kind of there. And yeah. Like, he doesn't provide a lot of, like... I mean, there was the one time when he's naked, and he's like, eh, whatever. But, like, all the other times, it's just kind of like he's there. Yeah, <laughs> and he shoots a Kamehameha and that's kind of that yeah I mean if you look at the way that we've been talking about these few episodes we're talking about everything but Goku yeah. almost which is weird it's, considering the, the fandom joke of Dragon Ball Goku time like it's it's not really been doing much well he's the one that solves the issue yeah. that just comes in and shoots a Kamehameha blast that's something to fix it and like <laughs> okay Goku wait for it wait for it okay <laughs> now, now do it <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah, it's just kind of strange. Yeah. Because uh, he's our main character, and so many episode titles are like, oh no, Goku does this. I'm like, <laughs> did he though? Like, everybody else was kind of yeah. there and did it too. I'm looking forward to a more adult Goku when he goes Super Saiyan 4. Oh, yeah. 
we're a bit away I'm from that. I'm looking forward but... to all that stuff too, because that's yeah. going to be exciting. But also, I'm still liking this sort of adventure stuff. Yeah, even though no, I was kind of down on these episodes. Overall, I'm still having a good time. Definitely like rose-colored glasses. Like once we get to the Super Saiyan Four episodes, I'm be like, oh, these episodes suck. But like now, like oh, it's in the it's in our future. Like I can't wait. I'm in that mentality. Yeah, I think I sat down and like looked at an episode guide, and I think we go over half of the series before they introduce Super Saiyan yeah, 4. Yeah, I think that's right. It's like, it's, it's so such a relatively small part of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yet it's the one thing that like everyone ties as being like this iconic part yeah. from GT. As if it's episode it's, one, it transforms. Yeah. So is there anything else you guys want to say about this group of five? No, I mean, I'm in, I am enjoying it. I, I hesitate to say I enjoy these episodes less than the last batch. I'm still enjoying them, and I still look forward to watching more. Uh, so I ha- I'm not like, um, I don't know. I- I'm still very positive on the show and in my enjoyment of it. Uh, I really am looking forward to getting to baby. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Doug, what about you? I'm done. I don't want to see any more <laughs> of this <Wow>. GT. <laughs> oh man i'm gonna keep watching but i'm just like oh man we're going to the loot stuff oh god just kill me now (laughs) i think my problem with these five is that i think i was preoccupied with something else so my brain was elsewhere so i wasn't really Mm. concentrating while watching but i'm gonna make it and also because i put it off until like the last two days before we (laughs) recorded so i think i'm going to try and watch them sooner give myself some more breathing room and like just be in a better headspace because oh, okay. don't do it like me back and on watch them right before we started the podcast episode yeah you should not do that <laughs> why not like they're that fresh in my head like now punishing yourself <laughs> i made sure i was caffeinated i wasn't distracted by anything else <laughs> i was sitting down with a positive mental attitude mm-hmm. ready for some good vibes uh, i'm in my and i enjoyed uncomfortable episodes. chair that i'm getting my new chair tomorrow guys so just hey to, yeah we'll see if that changes anything but I, oh, these episodes overall it, it gt does feel nice just because it has that 90s look so it still feels like a it feels like an extra bonus to me now with all the hindsight that we have ahead of us mm. so it's, it's it's cool to, oh this is the animation i love from the 90s it's and these are the characters they're, they're just going on adventures this is great so i'm all still right. i'm still kind of in that headspace yeah well i'm looking forward to it and i think <laughs> for the next chunk of episodes what do you guys think about doing 11 to 15 so it's the same doing five which would be the lewd stuff introduction and introduction introduction of uh dr moo mew and uh <laughs> dr moo is he a dr moo <laughs> i just looked at the word and i said it would it that fit way. with the pun i'm sure there's a it's a relative to ox king or something <laughs> but you guys down for that yeah i think that that'll yeah, work sense. because that yeah it'll be right as we're on the verge of starting m2 yep exactly and also it's how consensu did it <laughs> that's how they broke it up so Ooh. i'm like like some jokers who did this <laughs> other thing where they talked about gt so eventually we'll surpass what they've done and we won't have another podcast to fall back on and blame that's true i don't know anymore. you guys are so optimistic <laughs> we're gonna do it doug you're gonna do it i might be the jeff of the group and just like you know i'm out i'm done with no. this <laughs> just you know watch it while you're peeing <laughs> i'll get the gist of it from that yeah there you go use that tablet take it to the bathroom with you watch it when you're in the bathroom you're good to go you're right you're right all right well we're gonna take a break here and we're gonna come back and hear what you guys had to say about some good old gt
All right, and we're back, and we are going to hear what you guys had to say about some Dragon Ball GT stuff. Ken, why don't you read the tweet we got here? Yeah, this is from, you know, a friend of the show, Jacob Sawyer. (laughs) Goku uses the Kamehameha for many things, but he's like a surgeon. I really liked a lot of the designs we get to see in these episodes. The awkward silence after turning the guy into a doll made me laugh. (laughs) I guess I don't really recall the awkward silence. Maybe that was... The part where I was kind of checked out <laughs> thinking about yeah, something I else. think that's when the Para Para brothers see it happen. Mm. Uh, like, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Yo. Tough room. I was like, why don't, <laughs> why don't they just leave? Like, why are they coming back? Like, if I come back, I'm going to be in trouble. Then don't come back. Just go. But then, like, <laughs> you got a spaceship. Escape. I, but I think, like, I, it justified it later on when they showed they captured a bunch of other people that, that they're about to turn into dolls. Like, oh, they have people that can hunt down people. So they don't want to live mm. looking over their shoulder their entire lives. So. They got to do a good job and find. Yeah, you can track balls. warp signatures. <laughs> it's true. Can't forget about the warp signatures. Uh, so I'm sure I brought this up before, but if you check out this show on Spotify, I throw up a couple of different things. There's always a poll for every episode and a question that you can respond to, and throw that in there. So I'm gonna go over a couple of those from this past week's, which was who's your favorite member of the GT Space Crew so far, and fifty um, percent of you. Say it's Son Goku. So, so far, your basic bitch is choosing the main character. It's kind of a, a hard question, though. Like, who are you going to choose? The annoying child brat? <laughs> the worrywart older teenager? Not even teenager, but... And then just mm-hmm. Goku. Like, it's like, just from default, it's Goku. <laughs> How many people voted Pan? It was a three-way tie for everybody else. So... Okay. Oh, I forgot Giru. I voted in this. Like, you Giro. did. Okay, well then, tell you what, Ken... <laughs> you're the only vote for Pond because there's a oh, total no. of six votes so <laughs> yep well that was my vote that was you so, so that's hilarious uh i would have probably chosen Pond as well otherwise there's you know giru and trunks so i would have said giru you would have just yeah. from his point and just his, from his dance point is dancing him dancing with goku in the background <laughs> just him constantly screaming danger danger <laughs> yeah like he has psychic powers yeah <laughs> Uh, I had also put out the question of what other downgrades do you have like to see Goku have from being turned into a kid? And shocker, Jacob Sawyer is here too. Hey. He's everywhere. <laughs> we appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Jacob says seeing him use the Noibo or um, <gasps> Kintoon again would have been great, actually. Oh, which isn't a downgrade, been... but I love that. That's a no- yeah, that's a great upgrade. But what would it be Kintoon the reason in space would have been wild. Maybe like he um, can't fly. Ball. Yeah, maybe like he can't fly. But then how mm. would the Kintone travel with them? Is would it be like another pi- like another companion on the ship? <laughs> it's just yeah, just there. sit there. Yeah, <laughs> no, Yuri would have flown that off all over the place. I think they might have. They would have turned it into a, a living being like the radar with Giru. Like I don't, mm. I don't like that idea. So I feel like that's the only route they could do. But bringing back the Noibo would have been nice. How great would it be to have a scene where like pan call someone an usonoro or something and then she's not allowed on the, the cloud anymore and <laughs> yeah you can't do that i wonder, you got cloud canceled kid i wonder if i would like it if like the kintone was just a, just this mystical thing where it could show up anywhere in the universe i don't know if i would like that or not because then that would kind of they're just on Omega and just Goku Kintone, and yeah. then cut to Earth, and it's just flying around like, oh shit! <laughs> just takes off. I mean, I no, I don't, or I guess like it's it, it the Kintone lives in its own like dragon universe, like the, the all the Shenrons do that Ken loves so much about AF or whatever. 
where like because you can summon you can summon the, the Dragon Balls anywhere basically right just randomly throw a kid into the front of a bus I remember Ken loving he's like dude I fucking orgasmically love the idea yeah, of they're having their own yeah. realm you know what yes it was awesome there you go you know what I mean though <laughs> I was too thrown off by that I wasn't really listening I was like what the hell <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the Kinto and Kai. I get it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A person named Haman says, okay, I'm biased when I voted for Goku, but some downgrades? Let me think. Maybe less durability and stamina? I guess, but other than that, it was a decent series. Um, I mean, I guess durability would have been good. It's like, can't take a punch as well? Because yeah. he's got a weak I, little boy body. I feel like we do have that. It's just not explicitly like said out loud, but... Mm. You're supposed to take. You're supposed to think that, I guess. You're supposed to read into it. Yeah. yeah, he gets thrown around by those Muma. It's yeah. true. The fact that he punched the Muma in the face and did nothing, but then later on he takes it and throws it up against the wall, and then the wall makes it so that he's knocked out. I'm like, so the mm. impact of the wall is stronger than Goku's punch. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> are you guys ready for some trivia? Oh boy, are we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love that trivia. Gotta, especially when it's coming from friend of the show, Zenpai, who has taken it upon himself to write all this awesome trivia and really put you guys through your paces. Thank you, Zenpai. And, and I'm loving it. Or I hate so, you. One or the other. Depending <laughs> on how this goes. I love to hate you. <laughs> so, question number one. Again, normal things. Hands up, ding, whatever you gotta do. One of the five episodes you all watched for this specific episode was based entirely on one of the very few pieces of GTE concept art drawn by Akira Toriyama himself. Which episode was it? You guys both raised well, your hands at the exact we will, same we will, time. We explained this earlier already. We know it's the giant yeah. episode. Yeah. Yes, correct. <laughs> Zenpai, that's minus one point for, for you. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he did include that Im- that illustration, and it does look great. <laughs> so you both get a point. Yes. So tied up. No, Although, to be no, fair. No. We're I, zero. I, we're taking that point I, I would have taken a minute. To, to come up with it had we not mentioned it earlier in the episode because I did forget about mm. that until Ken brought it up. So this one's going to be fun because it was in our recaps. What is the name of the volcano where Zunima lives? Ken. Mount Calvo. Yeah. yeah. Which is just a pun on volcano or whatever. Doug, you get a point for the next question. What is the name pun for Mount Calvo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that, so, Ken. <laughs> still tied. I really honestly would not have gotten it. Oh, that. really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Goku's destruction of Mount Calvo references a prior event from the original manga. Which one is that? We already went, we already over, went over that. Yeah. <laughs> minus one. <laughs> minus minus yeah. two. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. How many stars did the Dragon Ball that got stolen from the trio by the Para Brothers have? Ken. I mean, Ken, we, I'm, I'm going to give it to Ken. It. It's, this, it's a six star ball. Right. <laughs> he knows because and he picked it so much. It's like, it's not. <laughs> the stars aren't laser focused. The stars aren't right. <laughs> All right, final question. Which of these episodes was the easiest to draw, considering it only had about three different sequences? <laughs> oh, the yeah, last one? The Bar Bar Brothers dancing yeah, episode? Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> episode 10. I mean, did you look at it? That's what he wrote. <laughs> it was still well drawn. Yeah, it's just that, you know, it was the easiest to draw yeah, because of, you know, the least amount of time. What reused scenes and everything, yeah. Uh, I really thought Zenpai... All right, Zenpai, this is... A, Call out. Step it up with your trivia. Inception. Uh, I really thought you were going to ask us what Giru's name is. Oh, his like model number? Yeah. Oh, God. I was so DB worried. DB48. It's, like it's like 004969. Is that a reference something to something? 8S or something. 
Ken's like, I was, I was so worried. I don't know. And he, he spits out the exact correct yeah. letters and numbers. <laughs> I, I don't, no, know, I don't think that's right. But uh, <laughs> so Zenpai, I suggest open up the GT Perfect files. <laughs> oh no! And let's get deep in that trivia. <laughs> it's it's like Toriyama's password to his laptop from back then. <laughs> no, Zenpai, I'm kidding. Great job. Yeah, great Thank job. You, that was that doing, was fun. You're doing good because uh, you're letting it. <laughs> I'm going to throw Doug in front of a bus. Great. You're giving questions that Doug can answer. Yes. Which I think is pretty good, considering there's so few figures of this part of the this, this franchise. That's true. So. Is that what it is? <laughs> These figures are zapping my knowledge. That's why. So I don't know I don't know anything about Ginyu Goku because I have the figure right here. <laughs> oh, well, that's going to close it out for us. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We love interacting with you and keeping you in the conversation talking about our favorite franchise. You can tweet at us at We Got a Pod. You can email us at you, We Got a Pod. You got a Pod. <laughs> you got a pod. They have a pod. <laughs> you got a pod, and you got a pod. We just we hand got a pod off the podcast to everyone else, <laughs> the listeners. It's uh, we got a pod at gmail dot com. Thank you to Rifty Beats for letting us use his track Kakarot theme hip hop trap remix. You can find that track and other great music by Rifty on his SoundCloud. Ken, where can the good people find you? Hey, you can find me uh, at DetectiveX on Twitter. And also, I recently recorded, uh, I jumped over to the Konzenshu oh, podcast yeah. where the fine people over there like to read the super manga. <laughs> what is that? Uh, what is that and like? So we, <laughs> it's, uh, it's something else. It's weird. Uh, and we talked about the Toyotaro's Battle of Gods arc retelling. Nice. Uh, and gave a lot of cool context as to what was going on when that came out and before that came out and... And, and and why, why that came out. came out? I think I even <laughs> yeah. submitted a response to to a question you guys had. You were like, that what, what Doug? Do you think about? Yeah, yeah. I gave my two cents on on that arc or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And only two <laughs> cents. Only two, that's all. That's <laughs> all he can afford. It's all those figures. <laughs> hey, you're not wrong, Randy. <laughs> where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me at saber underscore breaker over there on Twitter. And hey, if you like listening to me talk about a show a few episodes at a time, go check out revolutionary podcast utena where i talk about that anime revolutionary girl utena uh with a buddy of mine and it's a, a good time and you can all find right. me at your baz dog on all the socials if you've made it this far into the episode all right if you made it this far in the episode yeah we've got you 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 dig it hook line and sinker. you made it we're talking about like zunama and the para para brothers and you are here right now still here so tell your friends tell your mom Get her listening to the show. Hit the subscribe button. Have your mom hit the subscribe button. I told you about the cell juniors in the algorithm. They're not working. Can I already like they I already told be. the moms? I, I met. I, I go to their houses. All okay. of them. Okay. All right. Tell your dads. You yeah. The Father's Happy, Day was just yeah. a while ago. Did you tell him? Did the you give him the gift of we gift got a podcast? We got a pod. It's free. It costs you yeah. nothing. Don't it's tell free. him that. Tell him you paid hit, for it. So yeah. it's premium. Hit subscri- subscribe. Subscribe. Leave a review. Subscribe. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. Hit the Goku. Uh, the what's the, what was that MTV show? Cribs. Cribs. Subscribes. Yeah. Subscribes. Subscribes. All right. That's the, that's our show. All right. Leave a review if you liked it. If you didn't like it, uh, well, do it anyways. I'm sure somewhere the cell al- cell junior algorithms activate anyways, and then we like move to the controversial channel or whatever. You know, right. we show up. We start to form a different kind of audience. Who knows. <laughs> But you're here, you made it this far, tell your friends, and eventually we'll get to Super Saiyan 4, and we'll all have a good time, except Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Perpetually having a great but bad time. (laughs) Well, as always, thanks for watching. Catch you Mata later. And don't forget, 
to praise oh. our Lord and Savior. And yaka 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 yaka